Welcome to What I'm Backing and Why, our afternoon sport racing bulletin, brought to you by Blue Bet. I am Tim Gilbert. I'm joined by my racing journalist, News Corp colleague, Matt Jones. How are you, Matty? Good, mate. How are you going? Very, very well. Of course, we can watch and read your stuff on news.com.au. No Brad today, but we have a huge show. We're going to pick four horses out of, or maybe more than that, we've got $100 on four races. Uh, we're going to get a quaddy out, and we're also going to have our best bet of the day. All right, Matty, we've got $100 on four races, and let's start with the National Classic, of course, Brisbane Race 6, three years and up, fillies and mares. That jumps at 2.03. I like this four-year-old mare, Kiku, out of gate one, four placing in seven runs this campaign. And look, this race, I just think it suits. Waller and McDonald, $4.40. I'm going to go smack bang for Blue Bet. $100 on the nose on Kiku. Um, that uh, Around that $4.40, $4.50 mark. What do you think? Uh, I found this, this is a tough race. Um, mm. As the market says, four forty, the field. Um, and that's probably fair enough. And so I've sort of I've really been waiting on the track We've all been waiting on tracks to dry, and we've had that the last two weeks at, um, at Eagle Farm. So I'm really keen on a horse each way at double-figure odds here called Yamazaki. Um, she caught the eye in the silk stocking on a heavy eight coming from near last to run 1.6 lengths fourth. But this this mare just loves dry ground. And as we know, most horses haven't been on dry ground for quite a while. She hasn't been on dry ground this year, actually. Uh, and she's run third in the gong um, as well, don't forget. But And she's been doing it on wet ground. Now she gets a good barrier, barrier six, Tommy Berry on, good value, and has a super turn of foot on a dry ground. So I like the $11 about her on, on blue bet. Um, but it's going to be a tough race. And another horse I like, in this race we've seen a lot of horses with the eye catchers last start, and one of them was Nudge. Um, she was sensational in the Hawkesbury Crown, um, coming from near last with Tommy Berry on. Interesting, he's not on now, um, to run one length behind Exotic Ruby. Fantastic run. Um, she beat Yamazaki home narrowly in the gong, but on a soft track. And I just think she's going good. Um, second up. And another horse that sort of got back in the form of tissue, We another eye catcher in the Scone Cup um, and ran third in the Hawkesbury Cup. Both runs coming from near last to run on. Obviously, these horses need a bit of luck with their get-back style. But um, if, she gets thing, if she gets things go her way, um, she might be able to just explode late. And she has that rustic steel form, as does Kiku, the horse you mentioned, Tim, has rustic steel form. J-Mac goes on, Waller, formidable um, combination. I'm just not I'm, – I'm just looking for more value here. So for my bet in this race, I'm going to go with Yamazaki, $50 each way at $11 the win, three twenty the place. Barrier six – Formidable stable, new stable change with Annabelle Nisham. I just think um, there's a lot to like about this horse. I wouldn't have been backing it if the track was wet, but dry track, totally different horse. Yeah, absolutely. Now it, it is around that good fall range at uh, at Eagle Farm. Morton Cup Race Eight, Group Two, 1200 metres. Look, I'm looking for a little bit of value here. Uh, the Chris Lee stable ticking over nicely. 
I, I like Wanderbar, a uh, five-year-old mare, just missed, of course, at Scone uh, the other day. Uh, dry here, loves it dry. Three from her eight wins have been on these types of tracks. Pike on board. It's around that $8.50 uh, with blue bet. So I'm going to have $50 each way out of gate six as well. Helps too. So for me, it's Wanderbar each way in the Morton Cup. Um, Matty? I am agreeing with you in terms of having a value bet. You don't normally have a value bet on the favourite, but at $3.60, if Kementari can't win this race, he might not win another one. Um, it's the easiest race he's been in for quite a long time. Nashville Willow was desperate to ride him wherever he went. As we know, controversially, Nash won on him um, a few starts ago at in the hallmark at Randwick when he beat Count de Rupian. Big parade by squeezing through up the rail, earned himself a suspension for that. Um, ran okay in the Doombum 10,000, but this is much, much easier. Um, I agree with you, Tim, with Wonderbar. Um very good horse. Um, stakes performed, consistently stakes performed. Um, came from 10th to run you know, less than a length, second in the dark duel. And the start before that in Hawkesbury Crown, I was really keen on her, but she sort of slipped at the top of the straight and just, she still ran well, but just didn't get any favours in that race. Um, but now she has to do it against the boys. She's been doing it against the girls for quite a while now. But um, it's against the boys now, which makes it a bit tougher. But she gets a, a, a nice light weight and is a proven stakes performer. Um, shooting for gold back on top of the ground is the key. And there's a, just a sense of timing about this local um, from Steve O'Day and Matthew Hoisted. Um, and Baller, I mean, Baller's bred to get a trip. He's by high chaparral, but he can't run more than... 1100 so 1200s he's, he's a funny horse 1200 1200s his limit but so i worry about him late but um he's like a lot of horses not only learning to run very well on wet tracks but he's um just starting to be able to get a little bit more endurance as he's as he's a six-year-old now so i think he can run in the top four but at three dollars sixty on blue bet i'm putting the whole hundred dollars on kementari one of the easiest races he's ever been in yeah, been an interesting life for Kementari, hasn't it, um, over the course of time? Uh, retired there at, at one point, didn't he? And there was one point there where people thought he was going to push Winks in a, in a Warwick Stakes back in the day, yeah. and she gave him a cold at the 300. I don't know if it dented his spirit or what, but um, he's, you know, he still popped up after not being a success at stud and won a couple of races, and he's a bit of a fan favourite. Oh, absolutely. But um, that, this yeah, is no, no, well-placed there by James horse. Cummings under the conditions, and I, I, I suspect he, he brings it anywhere near his best. He should be just a bit too good for them. All right, let, let's have a look at our, our third one, Queensland Oaks. Of course, three-year-old fillies over 2,200, race nine in Brisbane. Um, look, I, I, I like Barb Raider after last week, seven-day backup, uh, winning the Roses, and uh, I know that Brad tipped... Um, uh, Barb Raider to win that, so well done there. Uh, price is a little juicier here with Blue Bet, $6, uh, $6, $6.50. Of course, it's tougher opposition, uh, but if anyone will navigate that tough draw, it's Craig Williams, and I'm going to have $50 each way for Barb Raider to do it um, back-to-back. Yeah, I can't argue too much with you there. I mean, the the horse I've got on top is Gypsy Goddess, but it's drawn the car park too in 22. Um, a lot of hype around this horse leading into this carnival and um, you know they went to 
to Randwick at the ATC Oaks as a $4 chance and ran a real nice second still and have run a second since in the bracelet when flashing home behind a runaway dynasties. I think that horse just jumped out of the ground for one of its career best efforts that day. So um, you can argue Gypsy Goddess has run well but been slightly lucky. But I think considering the wraps on this horse, I think while she's had a good prep, I think David Van Dyke would be a little disappointed if she doesn't end the prep with a, a big feature race win. So um, I think she's going to need some luck from the wide gate, but she put the riding on the wall last start in the bracelet when she came from last to smoke home and run half a length second. So I'm going to have her on top. And I'm, I understand what you're saying, Tim. I, I, I was not a full believer in Barbrado until last start, but... Um, she was sensational winning the in, in winning the roses, but she's so tough. And to me, her toughness, grittiness, consistency puts her an automatic top three chance. And I think she can really push Gypsy Goddess. And I think it's a really good race. I think Smirk as well. Um, you know, we got Smirk in there, and I think this horse has a sense of timing about it too with the Wallace stable that you know Chris will have this horse not not peaking for the bracelet where it ran third, not peaking for the roses where it ran third, but peaking for the group one now. And, um, you know, he knows how to win these races and I can't sort of um, deny him. And Smirk's putting a very good record together too. I mean, you've got horses like um, my old mate Jim Martini who ran well in the roses too, fourth. Tough race, but also don't forget Honey Creeper. Not an ideal lead up to an Oaks with nearly eight weeks off. It's had a 1,000-metre barrier trial since, but I think this horse is a market watch um, at the moment, and you know he she's fourteen dollars, and you got to remember two starts back she blitzed him in the Adrian Knox like a real good thing. So um, Cummings Bowman combination, um, which is formidable. But I'm going to have my fifty dollars the win on Gypsy Goddess at four dollars twenty, and then I'm going to go. I I think Smirk is over the odds at twenty one dollars. So I'm going to go twenty five each way. On Smirk at twenty five dollars to win and five fifty the place sensational odds there on Bluebet yeah okie dokie now our final one our final hundred dollars uh, we're going to look at Sydney uh, the Winter Cup uh, race five at Rose Hill it's still an eight at, at Rose Hill we've had so much rain over the past few months it's very difficult to dry out these tracks even with the wind that we had earlier in the week there was a little bit of rain about twenty four hundred meters I just think Military Mission wins this race um, Waterhouse bot four year old gelding. Brilliant form this prep. Two wins and a place in the others. I, I think he just wins. I know he's short. He's around that dollar eighty mark on blue bet, but eighty bucks back uh, for your hundred. Um, I think that's a good bet. Rachel King to navigate the fortunes of military mission. So I'm going to have hundred dollars on the nose at a short price for military mission to win the Winter Cup. Yeah, um, I think I've mentioned it before. As a rule, I tend not to back on speed horses in 2,400-metre races. A lot of the time, they they set the pace and get swamped. But this is a small field, um, a military mission. I mean, this horse just can't put a foot wrong. Super consistent. And you wouldn't expect that so early on for an import. But uh, Rachel King, um, who I talked to during the week, barrier tried the horse up and thought the horse was good, but maybe not quite there yet. And I think the horse has surprised her and the Waterhouse Bot Stable not with how talented the ho- um, he is, but just with how consistent he is. These Europeans can occasionally be a bit up and down early on, but this horse has hit the ground running this prep. And um, I'm with you, Tim. I, mean, I, I don't know about taking the $1.75, but I'm going to put the horse on top. Um, from another, from a Chris Waller horse, Bonnie Ezra, um, I think this horse is 
can't do much more than what it's done. I mean, it beat Kabosh two starts back at Scone, and Kabosh probably should have won the Derby, or almost should have won the Queensland Derby last week. So, um, and then it's backed it up really well to run second to a, a horse that just ran away with it at, at Week over a mile and a half last start. So I think that horse is the threat um, from Irish sequel, um, ticking along well, Waller horse who, as we know, they just, they pop up and they can just win these races, even though they the horse isn't out of form. It won three starts back, but it's ran fifth and seventh since. But um, it, it can bounce back from that Lord's Mayor's Cup run. And Tucker Mochi as well, the highest rated horse in the race, has to give most of them four kilos, but um, it's the highest ho- rated horse in the race by a fair bit and comes out of genuine um, stakes form. So I'll put that in for fourth. But my $100 bet, I'll go the exacta here. And I'll I'll have it hundred dollars on the exacta. We'll back military mission to win from Bonnie Ezra. The the military mission dollar seventy five to win. Bonnie Ezra five dollars um, to win. So I think they can run one two there. So I put my hundred dollars on that just to give us a bit more value. All right, no worries. Yeah, military mission. He's a good horse. He's a very very good horse. All right, coming up next, we're going to have a look at the Sydney Quaddy. Us Aussies love having a crack. We invented the Hills Hoist, wine cast, the mullet, and of course, the streaker. And the mother's mother of all inventions. The quicker, slicker, faster, sharper, brand spanking new Bluebet app. Get racing in sport form. Expert tips, previews, live streaming, and place bets faster than you can say, that's the Ducks nuts! The True Blue brand new Aussie app. Don't let the game play you. Stay in control. Gamble responsibly. All right, Matty, uh, let's have a look at uh, this quaddie in Sydney, starting with race seven, the Petaluma Handicap. Tough race to get it off to, so I'll have a few in my numbers here, but um, I think um, Surf Dancer, third up, a little tricky gate, but it shouldn't matter too much. Rachel King knows the horse very well, very keen to get back on it. Um, And uh, this horse, that one um, from Bjorn Baker's stable two weeks ago, Arafara, I think it's called Araf. Oh, it's hard, hard to pronounce. French horse. Yeah, it smashed him. Um, coming off a some good uh, runs in the Hawkesbury um, Hawkesbury race and, and ran into a Bandersnatch in the Tamworth Cup where they ran a race record three starts ago, and it won by almost eight lengths at Rose Hill two weeks ago, and it's back at the scene of the crime now. Um, also, uh, Sol Apex third up. These Waller horses don't go backwards third up and got a good gate Tyler Schiller on low weight um, and the Skyman barrier 12 is an issue but again fourth up going well and the front man returned to form too I just want to get a few in here this early I think this is a tough race maybe the toughest of the quaddy so my numbers will be 1 3 4 6 and 10 yeah, Arapaho, I think it is. I'm just trying to work it out. Arapaho, that's I think it. it's Arapaho. Yeah, all right now race 8 Schweppes handicap. Yeah, um Difficult race too, um, but with all the, you know, there's a lot of horses sticking out in this race. So um, mm. I want to be on Rubenocki. Yeah, Rubenocki. Joe saved this horse. He, it will handle the wet track too. He, he had it in round week last week, but he just saved it for this race, thinking a bit more suitable third up. Um, definitely got that in my numbers. Per in a way, this is a very interesting um, Chris Lee's import who did it all. Did 
didn't do it all, but had a, had a really good start to its career in, in New Zealand. And um, she's, she's came over here and trialled up really nicely at Scone um, to win a trial. And she's going to run a really good race, I think. I, um, I don't mind backing horses. We all know New Zealand form doesn't always translate to great Australian form, but they also don't need time to acclimatise when they, like they do in Europe. So I think this horse can hit the ground running um, and run a very big race here. So I've got it on top from um, Showtime Lady. That was a sensational win um, in a midway last start for Brad Widdop. Rachel King wasn't on it that day, but she's trialled the horse up and um, has been waiting to get back on. And she's pretty excited about its chances. Rubenocchi, as we mentioned, just been saved for this race. I like that from um, Joe Pride. He really knows how to place his horses very well. And um, Irish Angel, uh, a bit disappointing um, first up, but um, will improve off that. And I think this horse has, just has a little bit of X factor about it where it can explode out of the ground. So it's a tough race again, so I'm going to put my top four in. We'll go numbers five, seven, eight, and nine. Yeah, race nine is the Randvet Handicap. I've got a few mates that are in the ownership group of Phillipsburg around that $50, $15 mark. They're, they're, they're pretty confident with this horse. It uh, does well on these uh, wetter tracks. And, uh, yeah, it's, um, it had a good win last night. Phillipsburg, he's a horse I can't catch. Every time I back him, he doesn't win. Every time I don't back him, he does win. But um, he's had a real good prep and, you know, he'll be thereabouts, no doubt about it. Um, I just think I'm really looking forward to the return of Wicklow. Um, this horse, this Chris Waller horse, has been off the scene for a year, but Barrier One, Jason Collett, um, his Barrier Trial was quiet, but was still really, really nice. He's got a, he's won fresh in the past. He, there, there could be an argument he needs another run, but he goes super at Rose Hill. I just think he's found the right race, Chris, here to kick him off in. Um, he's only missed a placing once in seven starts. Um, Handles heavy track. He actually ticks all the boxes. I want to be on him. He's $2.65 on Bluebet, so he's short enough. But um, that's good. That's good punter confidence. Um, Ita, Ita. Um, this Bjorn Bake horse is just a war horse. Just keeps going around and running um, consistent races. Beat Niffler last start. Okay, it, it, it's running Orange Cups, Musselbrook Cups, mainly midweeks. But what it's got in her favour, what she's got in her favour is she's fit. And you've got to be fit at this time of the year on these wet tracks. So she's going to, um, you know, beat a few horses with maybe a bit more ability home. Another horse I like is Bazooka. This horse just always flies under the radar and doesn't always get the best of luck. And he has been a perennial place getter, but I can't leave him out of my numbers. Um, he's a big improver second up. First up, he doesn't tend to do much, but second up, he's run two seconds. Um, he's run four seconds at, at Rose Hill without a win, but um, he's knocking on the door, no doubt about it. And the um, the other horse I want to include um, is the top weight Knight of Power. Again, he's a bit of a tricky horse to catch, but he won nicely last start. And I agree with you, Tim Phillipsburg probably needs to go in there too, but geez, we need to get our percentage up a little bit here. So I'm going to just put in um, three. I'll put in 11 14 and 15 with Wicklow um, hoping he well hoping he runs a big race at his odds and I just think we need to just lessen the amount of numbers we put in for that leg yeah okay what about our final leg of the quaddy in Sydney Rosehill Gardens tomorrow race 10 it's the Canadian Club Handicap yeah I'm pretty confident here about it Chris Wallerhorse Albuna 
Um, it's been running very, very well. It's $5.50 favourite, so it gives you an idea of how difficult the punters are finding this race to to, to line up. But um, this horse, he ran second. He ran second first up um, at Rose Hill two weeks ago, came in, coming from well back in the field um, to almost, well, not almost win, but he, he, he put certainly... Certainly was the eye-catcher of the race. His record, record second up is just as good. Loves the track trip. I think he's ready to win. Um, from that, I think Fox Fighter as well. I was slightly disappointed in Fox Fighter's run last week, but I like him on the quick backup. Not disappointed that he ran seventh, but he only ran one and a half length seventh. So I just thought he could have won that race or gone really close at, at, at decent odds but I'll give him another chance here off the, on a real quick backup I like that um, David Payne you know he, he he knows what he's doing and I think this horse might be ready to explode um, he's a hot shot we'll give a sight as we all know from on the speed and for Valor has to go in the top four too but I want to go with just two in the last leg again up that I think the Albuna I think really primed to strike and I can't leave Fox Fighter out just in case it really run, um, um, lets rip and um, runs a big race. So I'll just put in my numbers for the last leg, 5 and 12. We just need a bit more percentage there. Yeah, okie dokie. All right, this is what I'm backing and why for Blue Bet. Next up, we're going to have our best bet of the day. If you're ready for your next thoroughbred racing adventure, then join the Osher Group. They exceed expectations on what racehorse ownership should look like. Australia's racing industry is enjoying unprecedented growth. Through a strategic, well-managed and data-driven approach, there is now a very real opportunity to build a profitable and sustainable thoroughbred portfolio. Find the Osher Group online at theoshergroup.com. All right, now I've gone to Melbourne here for our best bet of the day, and it is the get-out stakes for me, Matty. Uh, race nine, it's the Super Vobus. Um, three-year-old handicap jumps at four thir- oh, 4.34, so uh, it really is right at the end of the day, so uh, if you need something. And I reckon number nine, passive-aggressive, gets the job done. It's $2.50 on Bluebet, has won two straight uh, by Fast Neck Rock out of misjudgment, and I just reckon that... Passive aggressive number nine will get us out of trouble in race nine in Melbourne tomorrow. What about you? Uh, I found it very difficult to find a best bet in Sydney, so I've got to go back up to Eagle Farm, and we've talked about Kemantari already. Three dollars sixty. Um, I think that's pretty good odds. All it needs to do is bring its best. It's got a fair enough barrier. Nash on three dollars sixty. I think that's the best bet of the day at Eagle Farm. Race seven, number one, Kemantari. All right, Kemantari. He's an interesting horse. That's it for what I'm backing and why. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors, Matt. They're great to have on board. Yep, Bluebet, the wholly owned Aussie bookie. And thank you to, of course, yourself. And hopefully we've found a winner or two today. We'll see you next week. See you, mate. Have a good week. Building Resilience Podcast. They play in different arenas, but sports and business have massive similarities. Elite athletes and top business leaders flourish through the physical and psychological demands their high-stress careers place on them. The Building Resilience podcast explores the world of sport and deconstructs the tools and ethos of world-class athletes that can help us create growth and optimize business and life. Come find the Building Resilience podcast on your favorite podcast app.